like the sound of a warthog being hit is oh, what was it? The one that made me laugh was Patum. Patum. <laughs> um, the sound of a warthog being stabbed by a giant piranha wasp is Gni. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when uh, uh, when I stab a giant warthog with a piranha wasp. Yeah, it goes Gni. That's what happens when I uh, fight thirty to fifty feral hogs with my AR fifteen. That that's also the sound I make when I see a spider or ejaculate. Exactly the same sound. <laughs> Good Too much energon. Too much energon. Like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod, for the gathering. <laughs> Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. But they better stay out of my way. Blah 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 blah. Beast wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Titor, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma <laughs> balls, Gary! and Predacons because it's time to go beast mode. This is episode 110 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon. And I don't know why I'm talking in bated breath, but I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And it's me. I'm Cal. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Cal. Bated breath because we did it. We, we did reached it. the end of the ascending. Fucking finally, we fucking did it. Holy shit. This feels like 10 episodes. Right? <laughs> uh, and this is. And I'm it's not actually lumping this together with um, uh, the last run <laughs> we just did. The last. Yeah, we did, uh, we did uh, the War for Cybertron trilogy. That was a, a big chunk of episodes. That was 18 episodes, culminating in episode 100 of Too Much Energon, which uh, is a nice little bit of happenstance that I thought was very delightful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, then we did our nice little interview with uh, a Black Kingdom, Black Arachnia voice actress, Jeannie Carr, which was also a really, really good episode. And then we jumped into... Beast Wars, The Gathering. The Gathering, yeah. Beast Wars, The Gathering, Connor. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this, uh, we and just finished The we, Ascending. We, and then we did the, what ended up being the only part of the holiday special, which was uh, Bumblebee commentary. And now we, uh, well, we're here for The Ascending. Now, I wish all... we weren't. I thought the gathering wasn't great. <laughs> like it's forgettable. Yeah. I don't even yeah. remember what happened in it. But the ascending's not great. <laughs> we got Shock a lot, uh, the Angle Slam, and Unicorn Panda Puffs doing some uh, uh, unholy Trinity type bullshit. And in uh, this last issue, issue four, we learned that there's something called the Anti Matrix. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we, we sure did. Um, 
I'm not gonna lie. When I read that, that was the point where I like just got it. I was like, I, I, I'm done. I just fucking got up. I'm like the anti-Matrix. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Just when you think, just, just when you thought, uh, 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 this this comic couldn't get even stupider. Okay, so on paper, all which of the is, Japanese Beast Wars, which technically these were originally printed on paper. So that's true. <laughs> so in concept, all of the Japanese Beast Wars getting together and fighting an evil together and the camera shot pens to planet energon and the camera shot pens to cybertron and there's this big thing happening it should be pretty epic right right there, there's this faster it... <laughs> there there's one moment where i i'm not gonna actually i'm not gonna lie i kind of just skimmed through it i skimmed i i read it and tried to give it the old maximal try and then I just, like, as Siege knows, right before recording, reread the last like, four <laughs> pages, five pages. Yep. But it didn't, it didn't help. I'm like, okay, what's happening? C can you explain this? Oh, you don't know either? Oh, okay. Well, what about yep. this? Oh, I, cool story, I guess. <laughs> like, the ending of this might as well have been, and it was all a dream. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and that's that's the thing that I said about at the I think I said this uh, at the end of uh, the gathering was that like it kind of feels inconsequential. So like like it has no imp like it's trying to like tie itself into the Beast Wars show, but it nothing that actually happens has any consequence on and what happens in the such, show. It suffers because it does nothing original. So it's like, what's the point? And I, I definitely, I know I definitely talked about this before, but it's like, okay, like, if you want to tie it into the original show, it's like, maybe uh, we can explain how Tarantulas discovers the nemesis and builds his, like, secret lab where he's, like, things like that. Like, that's yeah, how you... He had a, he had a whole, like... Subterranean, like, monorail system going to it. A whole, like, he, he was doing, all of this stuff was revealed, like, after he... Yeah. he was taken out he had like multiple secret bases like do something with that yeah where did he even have the time to do or like, like explain where the fuck megatron found the transmetal driver that turned uh, a few of them into transmetal two robots. did they not explain where that came from no megatron just had it all of a sudden in one episode right. in season two we yeah talked about it we were like no he got it yeah well that's how yeah no it was this it wasn't the, explained at all in the show where he got the transmetal driver uh the ascending is is that we immediately just start talking about beast wars the tv show right but my 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 point was though is like <laughs> if you want to have a like side story that ties into the show have what happens like fill in blanks basically that the show didn't which is lots of blanks and there's, there's lots, lots of blanks <laughs> there's lots of hooks Right. And there's a difference between filling in the blanks and plot holes. I'm okay with, hey, how did this happen? Or where did he get the transmetal driver? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm okay with that because then it's like, oh, okay. Off filling in screen, the blanks. Yeah. Off screen, they, they were up to something. 
But, but what happens in these comics, like it's a side story that tries to tie itself into the original show, but nothing that happens has any impact on anything that happens in the show. And therefore, the entire thing just feels like a wasted exercise. It's pointless. Ultimately, like that, that's what, uh, that, that is what I will say about Beast Wars The Gathering and Beast Wars The Ascending. The stories are completely pointless. And not only that, you can tell me a pointless story and have the action or or uh, have it less grandiose there we go give me a less grandiose plot but slow it down and make me care about the characters and the stakes right, right. when you try to tell such a broad and <clears throat> galaxy ending story but you only have four comics what ends up happening is it's so full of plot holes and um deus ex machina shit like we've probably rattled off like at least five in these four issues like oh individuals have transwarp drives what remember like dudes were just like right. popping out of existence and they're like ah we got more um th- we have this- more angle slam for you chocolate lord chocolate lord count chocolate chocolate and <laughs> lord count chocula there you go <laughs> and the when things are settled so quickly and these deus ex machina devices open up more plot holes than the chapters that they are concluding that's not satisfying like pulling off uh like some things you can get away with for example i think Mankmatron saying hey uh i pulled you into my universe um for you to see the truth and all of the different realities um uh oh cat guy my brain is shut off reading this thing ravage Um, ravage (laughs) ravage um so that you can see and change your ways i'm okay with that because it's like yada 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 you spent an indeterminable amount of time seeing the truth and he comes out and he's like in kingdom um when uh, Starscream was like, ah, we have to stop him. There's something greater. It's like, okay, I can believe that. But when every page flip is another, like, head scratcher, it's not, that's not good. Mag- Magmatron's yeah. inconsistent in this issue, too. Like, it's, like, it seemed like he had become, like, enlightened he, after. He's enlightened. He wants to think of preserving Cybertronians as a race. But then when like and he's Rav- evil again. Yeah, but then when Ravage like uh time steps into whatever like chronal phasic bullshit that Magmatron is stuck in, they're like scheming together. Yeah, and I'm like, they're like, ooh, now what, Lord Magmatron? And he's like, ha ha ha. Everything is going according to plan. And it's like And but and then when he gets out, he's like, I can think of no monument better to honor a person to honor with a monument better than Razor Beast whom I know is dead. And it's like, what? It's maybe like, he's just playing. Maybe, good. but it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just inconsistent. It character. Doesn't I can what believe it wants to do with Magmatron. I can believe that this guy who was like the big bad in the gathering after being stuck in basically infinite, like in an infinite, like alternate, like time dimension yeah. for like 
conceivably like eons from his perspective i can see him becoming enlightened and being like no there are more important things than i and you want to know a better version of the exact same fucking story that did that properly dr manhattan that <laughs> there's that and uh we just watched um war for cybertron um earthrise a while back oh and... right right skylinks yeah yeah when and he was Sky stuck Lynx... in the dead universe that's the same same fucking shit except that's actually interesting and it, it it's quick it it finishes this thing he has a powwow with with prime right and he's like i i would desire the, to leave this place, the beast wars no cops desire to to the, to lead again the beast wars cops are coming for us they yeah, hear sorry, us talking guys, the shit. Beast Wars Cox. Cox. Someone talk shit about Beast Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Skylinks. There we go. Skylinks is believable, and I would let him free. He doesn't seem like he's been scheming for like 10 million years. Yeah. It seems like he's reached enlightenment, and he's like, um, I was right to be banished here. Yeah. But then Magmatron just being like, <laughs> Ooh, they fell for my tricks. Yeah, like, fuck off. Jesus. <laughs> Twisting his mustache, and it's like, really? When you spend an eternity in like a realm where you can zip through space and time at will and see the different outcomes from different actions. I'm to believe that you still want to gain personal power when you escape this place. Oh, by the way, since we're talking about it in broad strokes, I, so Chocolate Slam, Chocoract, um, gets banished here. Yeah, gets banished here. Um, and he's like, what is this place? And he's like, oh, I am your master. And Magmatron's just like looming behind him. And it's a big blank white void. Yeah. And he's like, no, I serve no one. And he's like, ah, oh, but take a look at this. And like gives him a glimpse at he mind he banishes him to the shadow realm or something like that. And he's all like, oh, no, I it's true. We know it it's a trick. It's a tr it's these are deceptions from my my the traitors who would not bow down to me and and it's true after all, isn't it? I see. And then Magmatron's like, you only got two options. You have to bow and take a knee and serve Lord Unicron. Or, I don't know, just like, eh, here's a gun with one bullet in it. If you want to, all right, I'm just, here you go. <laughs> and so he's like, well, I suppose it's time for me to go to the anti-matrix or something. And he like, I don't know, like rips his own spark out of his chest, which being a place between time and space you wouldn't think you could interact with physical matter here like you can't just punch magmatron in the face here this isn't reality well i mean maybe he can, like he he can touch himself anyway um, count chocula like kills himself yeah I, and somehow okay so to summarize like the events like what happens in the comic i can do this very quickly yeah so uh count chocula is uh doing some evil shit and saying some super villain stuff some <laughs> i will rule the world and you will bow down before me like just bullshit like that it's yeah. not even worth like i i no. 
barely paid attention to what he was saying because it was just like super villain stuff. Uh, Big Convoy and the gang are fighting him. Then all of a sudden, Lyo Convoy and his gang show up, and one of Big Convoy's people is like, "Who are they?" And Big Convoy's like, "That that good buddy, that's the pack right there." As if like I'm supposed to give a shit. Like, as, as, as if that's supposed to be a big... And maybe it would be a bigger thing if I had seen the Japanese Beast Wars extensively, which I have not done yet, but we will get there. And so Ravage is like, is like, I... Uh, excuse me one moment. I need to uh, uh, consult with, uh, with my boss. I need to go take a whiz behind the... So, so back here, he steps into like uh chronal, like unspace, and him and Mag- Magmatron are all like, who scheming? We are evil, <laughs> twirling their mustaches. And it's like, certainly uh, approaching uh, Count Choculus, certain death. And then Ravage is like, that's why I'll get a Maximo to do it. Mm, oh, yes, okay. So, yeah, I don't even remember how, but somehow uh, Count Chocula ends up in uh, uh, Chronal. They get a Chronal shifter on him. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, like somebody like jumps up and sticks it on him and then he enters like uh, he Chronal shift into Turbo. And uh, (laughs) so he goes into um, on space. Yeah, on space. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Magmatron tells him he's like, Listen, buddy, you're gonna be uh you're just gonna get possessed by Unicron. Sucks to be you. And he's like, no. And he's like, actually, yeah. Actually, and he's yes. like, no. He's like, no. But Act- actually, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> you can be a slave or you can be a rebel, you know. You can uh you can shave your head and get a mohawk and uh, put some put some studs on your uh, jean jacket, sew some patches onto it. That, that's what you want to do, right? And he's like, I think so, and rips his own spark out. And somehow... The ultimate act of rebellion is just, just committing robot seppuku. Apparently. And so he somehow... That result, and this is something that uh, me and Cal comp- uh, were talking about before we even uh, started the show. <laughs> Somehow, this act destroys Untime or something and frees Magmatron. So Magmatron is back. Yes, and he's like, oh, hey, it's me, I'm back. And nobody questions it. Because yeah. we only got like four pages left, folks. No time to hand- <laughs> and also questions. He would... <laughs> And also, like people like Lyle Convoy and and Big Convoy knew he was the bad guy in during Beast Wars: The Gathering, and no one's like, "You're under arrest, motherfucker!" Cock their shotguns. That, that's the thing, and it was like nobody's like, "You're you're an an enemy of like Cybertron." You literally oh, try to guns. deceive your Get own down people. on the fucking ground! Get down! Get down! He's got a weapon. Tase him! Uh, <laughs> Right? Instead, they're all like, Magmatron, wow. Sir, that's a cell phone. Too late, start shooting. (laughs) And they're like, wow, hopefully together we can rebuild shoulder at shoulder. Kumbaya, my lord. And like, literally, nobody's like, again, you would think Lyo, who are like the secret police on Cybertron, would be like, yeah, nice try, buddy. Lyo Convoy was the one who put Razor Beast as a spy in Magmatron's organization, so he knew that Magmatron was bad. 
and up to shit. And indeed, he's still bad, as we have seen with the scheming. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, why didn't he just arrest him right away? Holy fuck, this... The writing because is Ravage came so... back and united the Predacons and the Maximals, and it's like, out of everyone, everyone, Ravage convinced the Maximals and the Predacons to put their differences aside. Not like Prime, one of the Primes, not one right. of the convoys. Ravage, right. the charismatic leader, Ravage. I don't, <laughs> because he said Magmatron talked to him in a dream. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not buying that shit. Oh, by the way, the B plot for this, which we skimmed through, um, is way more interesting than the A plot. The B plot being Earth, 70,000 years BC, um, is like a giant piranha wasp stabbing. Uh, um, infected angle slam razor beast and him going yep. giddy <laughs> which will probably be the cold open for, for this <laughs> um, and um, the Maximals and Predacons are kind of all embittered they're kind of all like yeah isn't that kind of fucked up that we were all just left here because like we were like broken and like injured Mm. And the Maximals and the Predacons and the Mutocons are all like, yeah, fuck those guys. And Wait, I still function. Wanna bet? <laughs> <laughs> but to what end? <laughs> Wanna bet? Yeah. <laughs> I love that in Transformers the movie. And Starscream does that to Megatron. And then as he, and then the next shot is just him like, like and he's smiling at the camera. So well, <laughs> well, now that that's been taken care of, um, oh fuck, that movie is great. It's and that's the thing. It was like we know there's good Transformers out there. Yeah, yeah. Most of Beast Wars, the show. Hell, a lot of a lot of Beast Machines and a lot of the War for Cybertron trilogy is also pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, and with comics, you can surpass the limitations of uh, like CG budgets, and obviously there's still budgets, right? But like, but, you, but here's the thing: you need good writing in both mediums, and that's what it ultimately comes down to. Whether it's you, um, the IDW comic that came out in 2021, yep. Um, whether it's um, the gathering whether it's the ascending whether it's the animated um netflix um war for cybertron um good writing is what is going to make or break this yeah and indeed and I, it breaks it and, and, but, and indeed. But it makes me long for the uh the the good old days just like uh grimlock when he goes into beast mode and is like reminds me of the good old days yeehaw and I'm like, what are you talking about, Grimlock? You, why would you? Grimlock says nothing. Grimlock. He says like one line in the last issue that was Grimlock-like, and he's like, "Me, Grimlock, fear nothing." That's probably better than what was actually writ written. Probably. <laughs> it reminds me of the good old days. This, oh, so all the injured. Sorry, side got sidetracked. All the injured pre Preds and and Max and pals um, are like, "Well, we might as well die trying to fight because as we forget." 
as I forgot, there's still two angle moist agents trying to kill Razor Beast. Oh, right. Remember one of them's like a piranha wasp or whatever. And they're like, well, we don't have to help them. That has nothing to do with us. And they're like, yeah, but they're going to turn on us after. And it's like, well, might as well go out on my own terms. Yeah. Maximals and Predacons fighting side by side close together. And I think it's like one of the, the Predacons is like, maybe not that close. <laughs> Who is driving? Oh my God, Bear is driving. How can that be? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, from the Clark's cartoon. Some of you, some of you, uh, some of you smell funny. So maybe not shoulder to shoulder, but uh, yeah, let's go help Razor Beast. Social distancing, social distancing, six feet. I don't know which one of you has the angle moist. I don't, (laughs) or is that the angle moist is the green drug? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know which one one of you ate the chocolate cocoa puffs. I <laughs> the Count Chocula. Um, and so they defeat it. Um, Razor Beast is dead though, and everyone on that Magmatron is, is like, we should there. erect a monument in his honor. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, Whatever. cool. And then they don't go back for them. <laughs> and the comic ends with uh, a shot of uh dragon megatron enter the dragon which thank you for explaining i had to reread the last four pages like twice and i and uh, i have it on good authority that we actually have a dragon megatron here in the studio with us to explain the ending of the ascending yeah it's uh megatron's the one who's going to be uh who's going to be explaining this to you folks all right um dragon uh dragon megatron uh, please explain what ended up happening in the last couple pages of... Well, you see, the final shot of the comic book, yes, is to place it, set its time within the, the, the canon of Beast Wars once and for all. So what you're saying is all of this happened sometime before Beast Machines. Yeah, so uh, basically, so it's to... Um, we we i can't remember if it was the or no it, it was yeah it was the beginning of the ascending uh they had mentioned that the autobots or the autobot, the maximals were about to head back to cybertron on the autobot shuttle that they did right. at the end of beast wars right. so now if you remember in beast at the end of beast wars and uh what was ultimately explained in beast machines megatron broke because they stupidly like chained him to the outside of the ship I'm like torturous. Well, one that's kind of cruel, especially. And you would think he would be obliterated in transwarp space, but I guess not. Um. <clears throat> so, the final shot of this comic is to tell us that uh, Megatron has just arrived on Cybertron. This is when this is when he broke free. Of... This is my interpretation. Okay. So he arrived long before. Um primal yeah because of the he arrived long before uh gary and the maximals just uh, because of uh like transwarp time travel bullshit warp timey wimey bullshit what ended up happening is through a rare occurrence of transwarp travel back and forth between planet energon megzi beast wars megatron was able to hitch a ride 
so to speak, <laughs> catch a ride um, on Lyo Convoy's ship. Oh, the um, the Yukikaze, I believe yeah. it's called. And because it showed him kind of crawling out from the wreckage. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Could and be. That's yeah. how he got here earlier is because he kind of like hitchhiked to a time where they were traveling to Cybertron earlier than when the Ark would have arrived. Right. Could and be. When yeah. we start filling in the plot holes with and ideas maybe he maybe his uh his uh transformation lock virus uh is mod a modified version of the angle slam oh um who was it um boot up uh who was the guy that they like contracted to um make the virus the retrovirus oh. there we go what was his name his name was something dumb like bump i think bump or bunk or yeah. bunk um but yeah that's, they need to make bunk, a retrovirus man. to okay so right around cybertron so listeners uh, miss this part listeners uh local uh local jargon is uh especially like back when we were teenagers in the two early 2000s local jargon was like when you say something's bunk is to like say it's basically it sucks or it's shitty yeah it's fucking bunk it's yeah. very like very a very regional thing like i've been i even at the time like i've been to other parts of canada and no one said that oh i didn't even know yeah so popular here yeah okay uh, so there's something this mercenary says that actually cracked me up so thank you for reminding me oh okay um yeah his name is bump yeah uh so big convoy goes to like shake his hand and is like bump thank you if you and I got on, off on the wrong foot, I apologize. And he's like, eh, no problem. I do what I do for a paycheck. You guys do all this for pretty much no thanks at all. And it's like, okay, so that's one thing. <laughs> I don't know why. It just found... I, so, I read it in Trucker Rhinox's voice in my me head. Me too. <laughs> and so one of the things that bothered me about Bump, and it bothered me about um, the beginning of uh, War for Cybertron, bumblebee is like a for-profit like he finds energon and sells it to what end septibox literally deceptibox <laughs> if the planet's literally ending like do or die right so it's just weird to me that it's like oh i'm just gonna ride this war out and i'll be fine okay okay what do you want to get paid in deceptibox oh cool the new regime uses maxa dollars <laughs> right like it Pull, pulls out a that. pulls out a photo of like um uh, like the carib like an island in the caribbean and is like yeah i just gotta do all this uh for wreck I, I figure wrecking another three four years and i should have enough deceptibucks saved up to carve myself out a little uh nice little beachfront property right here points to it on the picture <laughs> <laughs> It's like, sir, that that's a that's a postcard from Earth. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a postcard from modern Earth. <laughs> it's Miami. <laughs> what do you mean this was three hundred years ago? <laughs> what? <laughs> three hundred years, five million. Who knows? What's the difference? Uh, <laughs> uh anyway, so So everybody holds hands and they're friends again. 
and they start singing Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bon and dancing. Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bon. And uh, they start dancing together, and um, uh, Dragon Megzi is in the background being like, Ah, oh, yes, I'll take that virus now. How nice of you to something. Give it to me. And since everyone's infected with it already because of the angle slam, it'll be easy reprogramming you. Uh, well, and that is, that is the comic. Here on Too Much Energon, we rate things on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad. Okay. Good. Uh, Cal, what do you what are you rating? Uh, what are you rating this comic? Oh man, I I, don't know, I think there were barely there's no there's barely any traces of. I'm trying to think if I want to rate it even a not enough energon because of the jokes we were making. No, With but we 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 gotta judge it on its own merits, not out of the comedy that we were able to mine from it. <laughs> Here's the thing, if the best part of an entire issue is laughing at the sound effect that Razorbeast getting stabbed by a piranha wasp is gani, <laughs> and the best moment in the entire comic is Megzi standing by himself on the last page. That is a really hype shot. And it's a hype shot, but that's that's nostalgia. Yeah. It's not telling me a story. And let's say I didn't know who that was. It, if the hype shot is referring to a TV show that wasn't even that well received, you're not like to you and I who like appreciate beast wars. Like we're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like think about where they could go with that. But that has nothing to do with the actual you mean beast machines, yeah, the beast machines. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with the comic and I it's not offensively bad so it gets like the bottom of the barrel like I've literally never seen Energon in my life except like from a distance or on TV not enough Energon oh you yeah the as low as it can possibly go without uh without opening the like offensively angry tier yeah like i'm not and you know the, like what one one episode there's like one or two episodes where we gave something like no energon yeah and that's when it's like an affront when it's insulting to the plot and this is just irrelevant like it's not doesn't make me angry but it's completely forgettable so it's the lowest not enough energon that i could possibly write something I am actually going to give this no energy on, and I'll tell you why. Because despite the fact that we've recorded some fun episodes of uh, the podcast in relation to these issues of these comics, um, if I hadn't, if we hadn't been reviewing them for the show, I would have felt like I wasted my time reading them. Oh, that is a that's a good point. Because if we hadn't been recording the show and I had read these, and I read The Gathering back in the day, back in 2006, but I never read The Ascending. The Ascending is uh, even worse than The Gathering. 
if we hadn't been reading, if I hadn't been reading these for this show, I would have felt like I wasted my time. So it That's gets a no energy from me for that reason. It has so many plot. You know what? I think we've complained enough about the plot holes in this and how offensively things are like tied up. Like they don't beat like Count Chocula because of, of like ingenuity. He's just like transported to the shadow realm. You know what? I think you swayed me. You explaining that if something is like a waste of time, that's worse than it just being bad. Yeah. And I think, you know what? That 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 tips me. We we sometimes we tip each other's scales. That's that's no energon. There's no energon here. It, it's anti. <laughs> it's anti-energon. <laughs> there's an anti-matrix and there's anti-matter. Hey, is there anti-energon, listeners? Siege, do you know if there's anti-energon in this universe? Did we just invent it? Yes, the planet has anti-energon. <laughs> Good. We could harness enough so that we could power the anti-matrix of leadership. <laughs> Is there an anti-matrix of leadership? Is there like a bad guy matrix of leadership? I'm well, I mean the he did refer to the anti-matrix, so I guess in this I don't know about the broader canon, but I, I know in this uh <coughs> excuse boom. Excuse me, folks. He's allergic to anti energon. <laughs> Yeah, it was the it, it was the um uh it was the the beat the the Transformers cops that I mentioned earlier flicking the um the the suicide the suicide squad task force X thing in my neck. <laughs> He's complained about Transformers too much. He's complained about Beast Wars too much. Too much. Take them out. Anyway, that has been uh, episode 110 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show is to go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 Gary tier. You're going to get some new things. We are launching a, uh, well, what we used to offer, what we used to offer was preamble audio, which there's still a archive of literally like hundreds of those on there that you'll still get access to of us talking about random bullshit. Uh, 38 episodes of our news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. Uh, commentary tracks and the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast. Starting this week, uh, probably not at the time of recording, but later on in the week. Starting this week, the concept of the preambles and Lasercomb Tonight are kind of being merged into a singular uh, standalone show a Patreon exclusive show called the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. <laughs> uh, it's a little more, so it, it's not going to be quite as off the cuff as the preambles. It's a little bit more structured, but we're still going to be just talking about like random bullshit stuff. We're that just doesn't... combining the random bullshit from our lives with funny or Elon Musk related, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, like news that we've like heard of but this way it's a little bit less one or the other yeah it's a little 
it, it kind of just puts everything together and kind of like streamlines things and uh it it'll probably be more consistent because we'd like fall kind of fallen off of laser comb tonight because when that show started originally it was supposed to be a weekly show and we it was weekly for a little while and then it kind of became every couple of weeks and then once a month it became a chore and it's like what and like my schedule changed, so it's like I don't have nearly as much time to record now as I used to, which um, that's another, that's an entirely different rant right there. Um, so eventually Lasercomb Tonight became like a thing we did like every couple of months. But like I still like talking about like like new in, funny or interesting news oh, stories, yeah. so I'm like, let's just like combine the preamble and Lasercomb Tonight. It's going to be less news stories, probably only like two or three a week, but going to be a weekly show the super laser comb patreon super show launching this week on patreon.com slash laser comb so if you want to get in on that go there and subscribe uh follow me on twitter i'm at laser comb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b or you can follow the show proper at too much energon or you can follow cal at at neocal on twitter n-e-o underscore k-a-l We'll be back next week with episode 111 of Too Much Energon, where we are going to be talking about Transformers Timelines, Dawn of Future Past, a comic book that I think it got a standalone release, but the reason why I've read it is because it actually comes with the 15th anniversary Beast Wars DVD box set. It's a little prequel that tell that uh, details like the stealing of the golden discs. It's not bad, actually. From what I remember, I haven't read it in several years at this point, but from what I remember, it's not bad. Uh, so we're going to be back next week with that. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And it's me, Cal, signing off. Uh, thanks for listening. We will angle slam you next week. Um, and make sure that you're angle moist. I mean, count uni unicorn puffs and... And and we and and we made a statue of Razor Beast and everybody clapped. Anti chocolate soggy milk uh Cheetor puffs. Anti and <laughs> anti matrix soggy puffed Cheetor puffs. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Found <laughs> uh -huh. at a convenience store on Cybertron near you. <laughs> Much like this podcast. Bye-bye.